Because I mean they they're nasty sometimes. They get they're a nasty team. They're no joke anymore. They yeah. used to be you know the Browns are 0 16, and now they're now they're a legit contender every year. Right. Yep. And they just keep getting better and getting better drafts and it's just they're gonna they're gonna get a Super Bowl soon. They're a good young team between those yeah. running backs and uh, they waited their turn in line. Yeah, for sure. They they had a lot of lean years there in Cleveland. So yeah. I just I forgot to hit record on this episode. No. I just hit it now. I don't so. care. If you're listening on Anchor, um, go to Facebook. You'll have to watch the live for the first half where we talked about everything else. 1-800-HOUR-BAD. <laughs> All right, let's get into a preview of the divisional round coming up this weekend. First game to kick off Saturday at 435. We have the 10-6 and 6 Rams traveling to Lambeau to take on the 13-3 and 3 Packers. Obviously, second year in the row that Green Bay goes 13-3. and 3. Uh, Matt LaFleur is doing a hell of a job there Matt with the Packers. LaFleur. Aaron Rodgers, 48 touchdowns this year. Just absolutely insane. We haven't done one of these in a while. There it is. Current nice. line is... Brandon. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Green Bay is 6.5 point favorite right now, over-under is 45.5. As we mentioned earlier, though, um, if the Rams are missing Cooper Cup and or Aaron Donald, that's going to make for some tough sledding, no pun intended, oh. in, in Lambeau. Yep, I think so. Forecast isn't too bad right now. They're calling for 35, which is decent considering it's January. Yeah, they uh, Green, Green Bay needs it to be very, very, very cold yeah. and a lot of snow. I'm telling you, the, the matchup that I'm most excited to see is Devontae Adams against Ramsey. I have that written down yeah. on purpose because I think <laughs> I think Ramsey's going to be covering him 90% oh, God, of the yeah. game. Why would you not follow him around? Right. So... To me, the recipe for the Packers, considering that's probably going to... I mean, Aaron Rodgers is, you know, the second coming of Christ, for crying out loud. Absolutely. But uh, As long as we both agree on that. Yeah. <laughs> for me, the key for Green Bay is to get the run game going with Aaron Jones. He had over 1,000 yards this season. He, yep. He pr- he's proven he could do it. Aaron um, Jones. He, what did he finish with? The... 11.04 he's got on the season. Yeah, 11.04. 11, nine touchdowns. Yep. Which he, you had him in fantasy, right? Yes, I did. He had a pretty good season. He helped me out quite a bit. Oh, I'm sure. But uh, yards per carry, what is it, 5, 5.5 yards per carry for the season. But you know who I think is also going to be a, a sleeper that a lot of people talk about? Tanya. That Robert Tanya. Yeah. Tanya. He's had a really good season, too. Yeah, I mean, he, he actually has more. Does he have more touchdowns? No. Yeah, he has more touchdowns than Aaron Jones. Does he? 11. Well, I think he had like three in one game or something let me like see, that. Hold on, let me see if I can read my writing right. <laughs> yeah, no, 11 touchdowns. 11 touchdowns, 52 receptions, 500 for 586 yards for 2020. I mean, uh, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think he's going to be a, a big factor because I think Jalen Ramsey is going to be covering, um, who do we say? Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams for 90% of the game. Right. So I think they're going to be targeting Tanyan quite often. Absolutely. Um, Tanyan and... I always get this guy Va- Va- Valdez Scantling. Uh, yeah, yep. I think he's going to be a a third option for them. Yeah, you might be right. That's what I'm thinking. And so, I'm not right all the. I'm pretty much never right. But when you're right, you're right. But when you're but when <laughs> I'm wrong, I could have been right. Um, so the the Packers' last loss was before Thanksgiving. They lost on November 22nd in overtime to the Colts. I remember so, that game. They've won basically one, two, three, six, 
eight of their last nine games. Yeah. With their only loss being an overtime by a field goal. So. Oh, goddamn Titans, I tell <laughs> you. Um, yeah, this is going to be an interesting game. I think, uh, like we said, it's going to be crucial for, I think, Aaron Donald to play for the Rams to have any chance. Yeah, I think so. Because it's going to be a good chance for the Packers to get the run game going if he's out. Um, Wolford's already been ruled out, so Gofford, or Goff is getting a start, the start for the Rams. Yep. Um, which is probably the best case scenario, but he is three weeks removed from surgery on that broken yeah. finger, so yep. that's going to be tricky. I think... Uh, if you're, do you wear a glove if you're him on the throwing hand? You have to. Do you? If, if your injury's on your throat, you have to. I agree. But think about this, though. If you played all season without it, do you go to it for this huge play? Well, that's game? what practice is for. Yeah, exactly. you got to play what you got to practice with it then. I remember Troy Aikman talking years ago about uh, how the Cowboys used to practice back in the day for rain games. Yeah. He said the quarterback's coach would be there dunking the footballs in buckets yeah. of water and handing yeah. them to him. Yeah. So he could get used to throwing the wet football. I'd even be putting their hands in water. Right. I don't even know where the, Ram- the Rams, I guess, are practicing still probably in Arizona. Yeah, I think zone. so. Yeah, I believe that's right. All right, well, let's pick this game. Rams oh. at Packers. I got to go. Because of my buddy at work, I got to go with the Packers, man. Yeah. I, you can, I can't go against the Yeah. Aaron. I mean, with one team getting a bye this week, I'm sure uh, they're going to get They're some. all rested up. Oh, absolutely. And I was talking to my dad last night about Aaron Rodgers, and I said, you know, the second they drafted Jordan Love this in this past draft, I'm like, Aaron's got a chip on his shoulder right now. Oh, away. yeah, he's got something to play for now. Something to prove. Mm-hmm. And he has. Yeah, he, did, he definitely has. Absolutely. So I'm going to take the Packers as well. Um, I think this is where the Rams' luck runs out, quite honestly. Yeah, I think so. Especially, you know, like you said, with Goff and all that. Yeah, it's just. Being injured. I don't even see Aaron Donald here on the injury report, so that tells me he's probably going to play. Yeah. Cooper Cup's questionable, so we'll see what happens there, but. I mean, the only his their only targets to me are Leonard Floyd, Floyd and uh, Cam Akers. Right. At that point, so I mean, one interesting note with the Packers though, they did bring in Jared Vildier to start at tackle for them this week, and he got COVID, so he's on the COVID list. He can't Jesus, play. COVID's so the, getting everybody out. Yeah, here. they're gonna have to go to a Hide your kids. tackle there. Hide your wives. Hide your husbands. But uh, so we're both on the Packers then, huh? Yeah, I have to go with the Packers, man. Okay. Yeah, me too. I mean, I basically said last week that they were my NFC Super Bowl pick, so. Oh, yeah, that's right, yep. All right, nightcap Saturday night is the Baltimore Ravens at the Buffalo Bills. 11-5 and five at 13-3, 37 degrees. Buffalo is currently a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Over-under is 49-and-a-half. This is a tough one. Yeah. And the matchup predictor actually gives the edge to Baltimore, 51.4 to 48.6. Really? Yeah. See, I think I w- I w- I'm leaning more towards Buffalo. I think uh, with Josh Allen, um, Cole Beasley being a target. Right. Um, Zach Moss is out. He got carted off last Stephon week. Stephon Diggs, best that. receiver in the in the league right now. Probably. Like we said last week, easily yeah. the best free agent acquisition. Yep. Or trade, whatever they did with him. I mean, both teams have won their last five games. So, yeah, they're hot. Um. Who's that? Also, uh, I think Josh Allen's going to have Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley. I want to say Davis is going to be in there, too. Yeah. He's going to be a target. I mean, he was, what, last week he was targeted four times? Four times for four receptions for 85 yards last week. Really? So I think they're going to be looking at him 
to step it up. I mean, Stefan Diggs is Stefan Diggs, but right. Yeah, he's got you know Beasley. He seems to go well with those complimentary receivers. Of course, he had Thielen in Minnesota. Yeah, and now Beasley in Buffalo. But I think the big difference in this game comes down to the run game because you know 107 yards a game for Buffalo isn't terrible, but Baltimore's averaging 191 a game. Yeah, on the ground. And yep. I think that could be the difference in the game. So, also Baltimore's defense only allowing 13 points a game. Buffalo allows 24. I was gonna—that's what I was gonna bring up. That I think that uh, I think Buffalo's offense has it has it better, but tougher hill to climb there. I think where the where they're gonna need to succeed is the defense needs to shut down Lamar. Right. I think that's where they're gonna have to struggle. But that's where they're going to struggle, not they're going to have to there. Yeah. But I think that's where they're going to struggle at. And I think Buffalo offense is good enough to beat Baltimore's defense, although Baltimore's defense is really good. Right. They're one of the best in, in the in the league. But yep. I think they're where they're going to be harder to figure out is their defense to try and stop Lamar Jacks from getting out of the pocket and Absolutely, taking off. yeah. I mean, Baltimore's offense is extremely balanced. 182 yards a game passing, 191 rushing. Yep. But the stat that puts it over the top for me to pick Baltimore in this game is Buffalo allows 163 rushing yards a game, which is only 30 less than what Baltimore averages on the season. Right. So I'm going to pick Baltimore in this one. Are you? Yep. I'm going to stick with my pick and, and say Buffalo. And I, I want to pick Buffalo in the worst way, and it's not going to surprise me one bit if they win this game, obviously, because they've been great all season. But I just have this funny feeling that Baltimore's on a hot streak. You right know now. what? And it's like last week. We, you know, you picked, we picked basically what everybody would have thought. Right. And it's like for the last few, actually, for, you know what? For I think the last I was in the minority weeks, picking Cleveland. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like the majority of our but picks were, ones, were pretty much, you know, and that's Tennessee, what everybody Baltimore would have done. Baltimore was a toss up. So. Right. Just but like I, this one. I think even the last few weeks of football, it's been upsets. Yeah. A lot of upsets. Like I told you last week, the home team had a losing record this year. Yeah. So. Which is crazy. I mean, you think about last week, Tampa Bay won on the road. Rams yeah. won on the road. Yep. Baltimore won on the road. Yep. Cleveland which, won on the which road. Which, again, you have to put the asterisks next to it because there's really not that many fans right. to, to be a home actual home game. Exactly. So home field advantage is virtually nothing. I'm sure Buffalo is going to allow just under 7,000 fans again like they did right. last week. Right. But so we're split on this one. I'm taking Baltimore. You're taking. Uh, I like it. I like Buffalo. it. Want to throw a 10 spot on it or? <laughs> sure. Nice. You guys heard it here. 10 bucks. 10 bucks. To the winner. Game. Yeah, the rushing thing just puts Baltimore over the top for me. I can't see. Uh, I can't see them overcoming that. Yeah. So you'll have. I Nance. respect your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have Nance and Romo on the call for the uh, 305 game on Sunday. It's Cleveland headed to Kansas City, who finished 14 and two. Yeah. Cleveland is 11 and five, obviously after the win against Pittsburgh last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, does Cleveland have any chance in this game? Right now, the playoff prediction you know says 18 you know, and everybody said no last week. Everybody said no the week before. Everyone said no the week before. Right. So I'll give them a chance. I'll give. Them, I'll say that they hang in there. I think it'll be close. Uh, I don't know how close, but I think it'll be close for the first half, maybe. And then uh, I think uh, Kansas City will start pulling away. Right. 
But it, you know, I've seen, we, we've obviously seen crazier things. I mean, Baker Mayfield could pull a lot of stuff out of his out of his little pile there. <laughs> now, when Cleveland lost to the, the Jets, was that the game when they had no receivers? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I I kind of throw that one out. Yeah. Um, you have to go back to I mean the Chiefs lost their last game, but they arrested everybody at that point. They already had everything locked. <laughs> I thought up. you said they arrested everybody at that <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah, they arrested everyone. Um, where is? I had all those stats for the last game, but now I can't find them. Well, Cleveland is plus ten on this one. So they're yeah, that that, that doesn't shock me at all. No, for double betting wise, yeah. Double digit road dogs. I mean, they'll probably be the uh, the favor to to take on that one. You think they'll cover? Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't mean, they both. I have don't see them. I don't. I don't. I don't know. You know what? I was I was wrong the other last week, but <laughs> I don't see them getting blown out. No, they're, I don't think they're, they're too, blown out. They're they have too much will going. They have too much momentum going right now. I don't think there's a chance that they get blown out. Right. Not not to the point where it's over ten points. Yeah. Man, I didn't realize Travis Kelsey had fourteen hundred yards this year. <laughs> yeah. I know he was good, but I didn't think he was that good. Yeah, for a uh, tight end, you know. You don't see those numbers. No, you don't. Man, how did I get those stats for the Cleveland-Baltimore game? I can't do, figure it out do, 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 I had to have clicked on something different. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a fun. It'll be a good game, I think. Definitely. Kansas City, to my knowledge, has been allowing fans all year, so I'm sure they'll yeah. be fan. I mean, they had fans at the opener. Yep. Against Houston, we were here watching it. Yeah. So I would anticipate they'll have fans. Not that it's going to make that much of a difference because there won't be many. But, uh, right. I mean, at this point, I think Kansas City's probably the favorite to come out of the AFC, I would assume. Yep. So. Um, It'll be interesting for sure because I, I feel like Cleveland's going to be able to run the ball in this game. I really do think that. Uh, I don't know, man. I can pull up the damn stats. Yeah, I was going to say, check the stats on uh, what their defense does, what uh, Kansas City's defense is. So I don't remember if they're... I didn't click on anything different, but for some reason it's not coming up. Um, 41 degrees and sunny, it's looking like weather-wise, so I don't think we'll have any issues hmm. uh, as far as that goes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where those where I got those stats. Yeah, that's all right. Just make them up. <laughs> no one facts checks us. Well, the stats I got from the Baltimore-Buffalo matchup were accurate, but I just can't find them here for this game. Um, you gonna pick Kansas City in this one? I don't know, man. I I want to do. I want to. Your I'd heart like, probably wants to go with Cleveland. Yeah, I want to. I want to pick an upset, especially with Cleveland because it's Cleveland. <laughs> you know, right? And you know they. You know what? They beat the Steelers, and not that you know it was a very difficult thing, but I'd, you know I'd like to see them triumph. I don't think they'll make you know Super Bowl, but I'd like right. to see them get get you know good distance. Yeah. Give them, give them some more momentum coming into next year. Right. So, Kansas City. Um, uh, these are all 
Kansas City in this one as well. I, you know, Pat Mahomes, even with the week off, I think he'll just be crazy good like he always is. Yeah. Um, only 38 touchdowns, which is 10 behind Rodgers, which tells you how good of a season Rodgers had. Yep. But, uh, you know, Mayfield, just the 26 there. Obviously, they're without Odell Beckham towards ACL earlier in the season. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a that was a tough one. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, Kansas City on that one. Yeah. You know what? Then I'm going to go to the opposite of that. Cleveland? Yeah. Just hearing you say that, I'm like, yep. Definitely going to the opposite. It is interesting to me that uh, the Chiefs offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy apparently isn't going to get a job again this year, which he always seems to be the, the hot coaching candidate. I was going to say, which is which comes as a surprise. Yeah. Definitely does. I don't understand why he's not able to get that job secured somewhere, but... And well, that that game starts pretty weird, huh? Which one? The uh, Cleveland, Kansas City. Three oh five. Oh yeah. I just realized that now. Yeah, you'll have the same thing next week, next Sunday for the championship games. You'll have a three o'clock and a six six thirty kickoff. Yeah, because Green Bay, Rams is four thirty five. Then the regular, you know, those are two regular games. Baltimore, Buffalo, eight fifteen. Yeah, those I've never. Yeah, okay, three oh five. I didn't see that happening. I just want to pull up here real quick, and I figured out how to do it, kind of, to see how the Chiefs are with uh, against the run. Yeah. Um, Chiefs against the run. Mm-hmm. Chiefs against the run. Uh, Cleveland was third against the run. I'm not really too worried about that. So, the, I mean, the Chiefs, that's offensive. Should have had all this up beforehand. That's all right. We're okay with it. All right. I'm not going to play around with it. Yeah, just make it up. Like I said, make for it For some up. reason, it was there for the Buffalo-Baltimore game, but not for yeah. this one. I don't understand that. Yeah, sometimes, what are you on, ESPN there? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes they, like you think they'd match right. the match, yep. but they don't. I know here for Baltimore. They have both up there? New Orleans, it's there. Yeah. All right, so to cap off the Sunday games, for the third time this season, we have Tampa Bay and New Orleans facing off in New Orleans yeah. this time. Matchup predictor says 46% for Tampa Bay, 53 for New Orleans. Okay. Um, injury report, looks like the Buccaneers are going to get Ronald Jones back. So that's good news for them. That's very good news for them. Um, for the Saints, they have a couple of questionable guys. See what happens there. Is one them, of those questionable guys Alan Kamara? No. And they have nothing to worry about. Taysom Hill is questionable. Yeah. But he's basically a gadget player. Yeah. Points per game, very close for both teams. 30.8 for Tampa Bay, 30.1 for New Orleans. I think this will be the the shootout. You think? Yeah, I think this is going to be the shootout. The big difference is Tampa Bay allows about 23. New Orleans only allows 9. Well, that's <laughs> Tom Brady for you. Right. Um, total yards are very close, 393 to 388. Yards allowed, though. The Saints' defense has obviously played a lot better than Tampa Bay's oh, this year. So I think uh, I think Drew's, Drew Brees is going to bring his A++ game. Yeah. Because he knows this is going to be a big one. This is I think this is going to be the do or die if I'm going to Super Bowl or not. You get past this, you get past this week with a W, 
you're looking at the uh, Super Bowl. Going to Lambeau. Yep. Um, minus three, so the Saints are three-point favorites, which is basically a wash because you get three points for being the home team. Yep. Um, not sure if any fans are going to be allowed or not, but... Uh, I did hear, uh, maybe maybe that was just for the wild card. Yeah. That, uh, what's his name, was going to have, was trying to get 50,000 people to quarantine for two weeks so oh, they could Sean fill the Payton. stadium. Yeah, Sean Payton, yeah. Which obviously you can't, nobody's going to do that. <laughs> I I mean, that place is rocking usually in a playoff atmosphere, so it's unfortunate that they're not going to have yeah. fans, but. Uh, that that's probably one of the toughest home field advantages. If oh yeah, being there for sure, indoors, all those fans screaming. Um, now New Orleans did go to Tampa Bay and beat them thirty-eight to three, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, back probably about middle of the season. Yeah, they gave them a whooping. Week nine, it says right there. Yeah. Um, and the Saints, they played week one, and the Saints won that one pretty convincingly too. Yeah, but you're also putting Tom Brady in playoff situations. Yep, that's the wild card. He could be down 28 points, as we've seen. 28-3, actually. Yeah. And oh, yeah. he can come back. I'm taking the Bucks in this one. I'm going to go with New Orleans, man. I want to go with New Orleans. That's the team I want to I want to win this game. Yep. But uh, I, Tom Brady in the playoffs, it's you hard to beat a team three times. Every in time I've said that about Tom Brady, you know, it's Tom Brady, it's Tom yeah. Brady. Well, everybody's latest memory of him in the playoffs, aside from last week, is the pick six he threw against Tennessee yeah. last year. Yep. Yeah, true. And that's what's fresh in everybody's mind from last year. But yeah. I don't know. This Tampa Bay team has so many weapons. Uh, New Orleans defense will keep him in it for sure. I'm just not sure if Drew Brees in his 40s with the sore ribs can keep up and score with Tom Brady and the Bucks. Yeah. Especially I don't know. Ronald Jones coming back. Like I said, I think this will be the to me this will be the closest game of the week. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well. Close game of the weekend. I agree. Week. And good for the kickers. I mean, they'll be kicking oh, yeah. indoors, so yep. weather won't it'll be, be a factor. A, but it'll be a shootout, man. I think it'll be a quarterback's duel. Right. So the winner goes to most likely Lambeau. Mm-hmm. However, there is a scenario where uh, if Tampa Bay were to win and possibly face the Rams, whoever's the higher seed in that matchup would be the home team. Which would be? I think it's the Rams. It would be the Bucks because they're the eleven Bucks? and five. Yeah. They, the Rams beat the Buccaneers earlier in the season, but the Buccaneers have a better record by a game, so it would be in Tampa Rams Bay. are, but the Buccaneers are what, eleven and five? Yeah. Oh, okay. No Rams way. are ten and They're six. Ten and six, yeah. So if the Buccaneers and Rams both win, there is a scenario where the Bucks could host a playoff game or host the NFC Championship game next week. Damn. Which uh, one thing we have to start talking about, especially if the Bucks win this game, is the Super Bowl's in Tampa Bay this year. Yeah. So. Well, you want to go or something? <laughs> I'm just saying a home Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, we were close a few years ago in Minnesota when they lost to uh, Philly in the championship game. But Which, at that point, if Tom Brady goes to the Super Bowl this year, <laughs> you're going to see the fixes hashtag in. fixes in oh, from yeah, everybody. Sure. Yep. It was a bad year to pick uh, Tampa Bay to host it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they do this years in advance, so they didn't know Tom oh, Brady God, was yeah. coming. But Nobody knows that stuff. So you're picking New Orleans, you said? Yeah, I got to go with yeah. my man Breeze. Like I said last week, the... the um, pick I want for the Super Bowl is Saints-Bills. Yeah. The pick I think is going to happen, though, is Packers-Chiefs. I just feel like the mm. Packers are playing so good right now. Yeah. They're the team I have winning the whole thing. Well, we'll see, man. We'll definitely see. So we that. got, uh, we both picked the Packers. You picked Buffalo. I picked Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I picked Kansas City. You picked Cleveland. Mm-hmm. 
and then I pick Tampa Bay, and you pick New Orleans. Yeah. So good, good mix this week. Yeah, definitely. We only good. agree on one game. Yeah. So yeah, this is probably the hardest round to pick too, because yeah. you've got so many good teams left. This is yeah. Tough this matchups. is for all the all the marbles here, you know. Exactly. So we'll see what happens. We will. Um, what else did we say? Wasn't there something else we wanted to talk about? Um, I don't think it was football related, was it? I don't think so. Um, you know, we uh, I wanted to bring up uh, Noah Gregson coming up. Oh yeah, doing for the Daytona 500 would be. Right. I don't know how I feel about that to be honest. I'm well, not he's a fan drive of him. A 62 car, which we know, you know, Brendan Gunn does a yeah. nice job with at the restrictor plate tracks. He doesn't yep. really cause any big accidents, or he's not winning races either. But right, he knows what he's doing at least. Right. Like I told you guys earlier, apparently Jimmy Johnson was approached yeah. to run that car. Yeah, that was a little too soon to be yeah, asking him sure. that. Like, why would you? Why would you ask him that after he just retired? Right. You know, a few months ago. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Because the NASCAR season ended on time. And yeah. They didn't have to go any extra yep. weeks or anything. NASCAR so. is the only sport. Yep. That has a, been able to do this the whole season. Right. The whole season. I mean, baseball kind of ended around when they normally would, but they played a shorter season. Half too. of the season. NASCAR still did their whole schedule. Yeah. Um, Not only did they do a whole schedule, they did it, some of it on a, on a game, video game. Right. I uh, I went back and listened to our Daytona podcast earlier today. Oh yeah. And you were the only, well, you were the one that picked uh, Denny Hamlin to win Daytona last year. It was because of Laura. Yep. I can't take full credit for that. I ask her every year who's <laughs> going to win, and sometimes she doesn't say Denny, so I don't pick him. Yeah. Yeah, you but pick when Denny. She, when she does, he wins. I was interested, too, because one of us, I think it might have been me, asked the panel, because it was the four of us for that day. I said, yeah. uh, who do you think finishes highest among the rookies? What, like, what would be the order of the yeah. points? And we all pretty much said it would go Custer, Reddick, Bell, or Custer, Bell, Reddick. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up, and obviously Custer finished highest because yeah. he won a race, yep. made the chase. Yep. But Reddick and Bell were 19 and 20 right next to each other. Really? Yep. Yeah. So it was that close. That's crazy. So Which, uh, speaking of Bell, um, Christopher Bell, I think he's running Chili Bowl Nationals. Yeah. Larson won last night. Larson won last night, the eight, the uh, A main. Um, I think is Alex Bowman running that? I think he was. I'm not sure. I saw him posting up a bunch of stuff about the. Uh, his dirt car or whatever or whatever it was. Yeah. But uh, Christopher Bell, Chase Briscoe, Kyle Larson, who are teammates this weekend, for, for this week for the Chili Bowl. Interesting. And somebody else. Christopher Bell. Who would we say? Chase Briscoe. Elliot, is he in again? Nope. I know last night he spun out and lost contention for for the win. Who, Chase Elliott? Yeah. Where, at Chili Bowl? He was, he was running fifth, and he spun out. I didn't out. even know he was running. Yeah. No, it, was, it was definitely a different uh, different driver that I, I noticed that was in there. So Which I was watching their hot laps. That's another thing I wanted to bring up with the uh, with the podcast from last year about Daytona, because Dale mentioned that uh, he thought Larson would be gone from Ganassi mm-hmm. at the end of last year, which he, w- he was right. Yeah, he was right. He was, he was <laughs> damn right. <laughs> he was really right. Probably didn't expect those circumstances, though. No, not at all. But his prediction was a little off, though. He said he would race for Stuart Haas, and obviously he's with Hendrick. So. Yeah, he, he finally he was wrong on something. His rationale was that Larson would be able to run the dirt races yeah. for Haas and not for Hendrick. But Hendrick's allowing him to. Right. Yeah. Even Elliott, too. So. Yeah, it's definitely probably in the contract. It says, listen, yeah. I make a lot of my money doing that. So. You think Gregson could race his way in in the 62 car? No. 
I don't either. I don't think so at all. No. I just, you know what? And I'm not saying he's a bad driver, but his personality on camera, on the off the track. I don't like it. I hate it. Yeah. He's just he has one he of those feels faces. oh god just <laughs> want to deliver one right to the suck face. But when he does come up to cup, I definitely will not be rooting for him. And I normally no. do root for rookies to do well, but no, he I don't want to see one him. Of them. No, I don't like him at all. He just ha- like you say, he has that face that he just seems like he's too entitled. Right. He thinks it needs to be handed to him on a silver platter, and I'm just sick of seeing him. So when I saw him coming up, I was just like, no, this he's not even gonna be in contention to this. And I'm just not, I'm, I don't want to see him. I just, I, I flipped right off. Yeah. What did you think about uh, Byron's paint scheme that was released today? That was cool. Yeah, I, I did like it. That was pretty neat. It'll grow on me. I'm I'm sure not everybody's a fan right now, but. Yeah, I think it was pretty neat. It's a little different. I mean, you don't want to go with the typical Rainbow Warrior paint no, scheme, so. No. But yeah, it was pretty cool. change it up a little bit. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, some people like it, some people hate it, you know, whatever, but I think right. it'll be pretty cool. Yep. It just seems cool. Anybody have any questions in the chat? We haven't seen any. I know no. Jake asked us to. Jake was asking some stuff. and Did he ask? I don't even know if he asked a question. No, no he hasn't asked a question. Just commenting. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Forgot to give a shout-out to Mike last week, too. Mike Mike Ayton about oh, joining yeah. us to talk about his ARCA car a few months well, ago. Oh, yeah. We'll have to get him back on again. That was a yeah. lot of fun. We enjoyed that. Like I mentioned last week, if you want to go back and listen to all our previous episodes where we had Ted the Mouth Grow, oh, yeah. Money, Matt Hirschman. Mike Layton talking about his Arca, his uh, Arca car that he bought. Yep. Uh, a lot of good guests we had Brand, on last we had Brand, season. Our, our, Brandon. Our, one Jay. of our favorite drivers, Brandon Ultra, yep. uh, Jay Connor. So um, we're back and We do want to get Steve on, Steve Kreitzer on, yeah. uh, as soon as we can. Yep. Before the season, I'd like to get him on here. And sure, absolutely. And uh, pick his brain a bit, because yep. he drives uh, the four-cylinders like uh, Jay does. So I'd like to see uh, his take on... You know, racing with a buddy of his, and you know if they're down to the last lap, and they're sitting side by side. Yeah. Does the the friend thing come in play, or <laughs> there's like, hey, you know? I, I think winning winning is more important yeah, than anything. Yeah, winning. You could winning. always mend friendships. Yeah, you could. <laughs> hey, I'll buy you a beer. Tonight. I won, so I'll buy the beers. Right. You want to give the listeners a little preview of what to expect next week? Oh, um, yeah. Um, so next week. Um, we're going to have our one of our favorite guests on. Uh, Mr. Brandon Ultra is going to come back on with us and uh, talk about... He was just down at uh, Dillon, South Carolina, uh, racing the New Year's Bash at uh, Dillon Motor Speedway. And uh, he was running his Uncle Aaron Higgins car, the street stock number 13. Uh, I believe it's purple. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm almost positive. It's pur- purple or blue? It one is, of the two. Purple. But uh, there was some uh, controversy down there. Um, Brandon started. Where was he? He started. He qualified. I think he was 35th out of 65 yeah, I or think something. That's what he I said. remember you saying. And he was. He had to go in the Concy race. And he was uh, at the B main race, which was a second, obviously second race that started on Sunday. And he started sixth, had to finish third. And that's where I'm going to leave it. Started sixth, had to finish third. One hell of a race. Yeah, I'll have to get him in here to tell the There teams. was, yeah, there was a little controversy, little nudging here, nudging there, and, and, and some stuff that uh, 
it'll be much more fun to hear from from him himself right to talk about in car off the camera away from the racetrack if you're friends with him on Facebook I'm sure you know what we're talking about yeah after if, you, if you're friends with him on Facebook you definitely have seen the videos and actually I, I sent two videos for him because <laughs> I was watching it at my house but um, yeah we're gonna have him on uh, next Wednesday um, so I mean that'll be a fun one. That'll be a, a big fun one for us. Probably around six thirty we'll be on. Yeah, six thirty. You know, in between six thirty and seven. Stuff up here. Yeah. So. so I mean, don't uh, forget too. He had a average Joe sticker on his left rear. Yeah, he did. Panel. He did. Uh, we uh, sp- we actually sponsored. Uh, did I don't want to say sponsored the car, but we sp- we put a sponsorship out to help him. We got you know, her name out there. Yeah, we we gave him uh, some cashola to uh, throw our decal on there for him. Yep, and he did. He put it on there. It looked great. We we really appreciate the uh, the help there, and uh, we got uh, quite a bit of uh, friend requests and uh, people adding us on social media and stuff, which is a lot of pretty cool. And they're all from you know down down that way. It's a couple of from Connecticut. Um, a couple were listening tonight, so that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll uh, have him on. Um, what, like we said, we want to get Jay on, get Steve on. Um, and uh, if we want to, we will, like I said, like we said before at the start of it, when uh, uh, Josh didn't press record, <laughs> uh, we will be the, we are now considered the official podcast of the Evergreen Raceway here in Drums, Pennsylvania. Yep. Um, short track race, uh, racetrack, it's uh, a lot of fun. Um, www.evergreenracewaypark.com if you have any questions when races start. Who's leading? You know all the world statistics, all that that you need, um, or give us a shout. They're also on Facebook too. Don't forget. Yep, yep. Facebook uh, Evergreen Raceway on Facebook. Um, they have their own Instagram now. Evergreen, I think it's Evergreen Official or Evergreen Raceway Official. I have to, I'll have to double check in that one. But um, yeah, we're we're very excited to be partnered up with them now, um, and we'll be out there sticking our heads out. Saying hey to everybody, so come up and look at us. Hopefully, not getting run over. Come stare at us. <laughs> yeah, but we're. We would like to thank everybody. Um, Racing bids number one. Racing bids uh, sent over hats for us a, a while back, and we really appreciate that. Uh, he always uh, comments on our stuff and shares our stuff for us. So, Jonathan, we really appreciate you. Yeah. So, if you guys are looking for any cool diecasts, uh, he usually runs the auctions every Tuesday night around seven. Yeah, which are pretty neat. They don't get, you know, they're very favorable for your 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 wallet. Sure. Sometimes you catch a rare gem that you might be able to get for for under dirt 100 cheap. bucks. Yeah, for dirt cheap, which is pretty cool. I Does mean, that's where we orders. got that's where I got most of mine. Yeah. Um a couple of autographs here and there, you know, it's pretty cool. Yep. Um what else? Uh, I haven't seen him do a uh mystery break. Mystery break yeah, yet. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, I, I love getting in those, man. They're always fun. Yeah, they're, they're cool. always a good time. Absolutely. Your fifty-five dollars, you're guaranteed a spot, or you're guaranteed a car. Yep. I mean, it, it's pretty cool. It's it's something to get to. Racingbids.com. They're on Facebook. Check them out. They're on. I think they're on that TikTok. Yeah. I don't have that. And he does pre-orders too, so you could get jump on there and get oh, some yeah. 2021 cars already. Pre-order yep. them. Yep. So he has a lot of rare stuff that you know you can't really buy in the shops or anything right now because they're sold out. And yeah. I couldn't believe how many cars they used to make back in the day oh, compared yeah. to now. Oh, yeah. Like I bought that 09 uh, Dale Jr. Mountain Dew throwback. Yeah. Over 48,000 48, yeah. produced. Insane. And now we order one of these, and it's like under 2,000. Mm-hmm. 
It's just yeah. crazy. They don't, for some reason, it's just not manufactured as much. Right. I don't know if it's because ratings and, like, maybe, like, NASCAR's dropped down a bit, yeah. but. I mean, I didn't buy them for the value. I just think they're cool collectibles. Oh, yeah, that's why I got it. I mean, I wanted to get, you know, I got the Larson autographed. I got the um, Matty D autographed. Yeah. It's. A, I mean, it's it's a fun little hobby, you know. Plus, if we meet any drivers out at events or anything, take it up with us signed. and get them signed. Yeah, get them signed in person. It'd be pretty cool. Yep, absolutely. Especially being up, you know, close to Pocono and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but again, thank you to Evergreen Raceway for uh, sponsoring us and and uh, partnering up with us this year. Um, also, uh, as always, our Gator Coolers guys from uh, Louisiana. I saw Brian was uh, watching. I don't know if he's still on or not. Brian, how are you? Um, but uh, they sent over this. Uh, little banner here we really appreciate that um, yeah. i had to i uh, as soon as i got it i made sure i uh put it up for uh all your podcast needs <laughs> but uh yeah man they hooked us up too and uh, we really appreciate them and we love everybody yeah if you get the chance buy yourself a gator cooler man i i swear to i swear by mine and that's the only that's the only coolers i'll buy anymore i'm not gonna say what kind of cooler i have yeah we're, we're not you're that. not it's not even allowed in my house <laughs> it keeps my ice not melted, I'll just say that. Yeah, well, it needs to stay <laughs> at your house and not at my house. It was free, okay? Give this, me, cut me some slack. See, it, 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 you can't come into my house because there's too many gators that'll get you. <laughs> so. Yeah, well. They have, I mean, they have, you know, the regular coolers. They have the small, from your small backpack coolers all the way up to your big, large, massive. You can shove a body in there if you need to, coolers. Uh, you got your, you know, canned koozies. That's it. I got my gator koozie here. Uh, camp cups. I mean, they got it all. It's it's all your beverage uh, needs. It's a great product for uh, uh, at a lower price. Yep. Two Louisiana guys just doing what they do, Absolutely. and we appreciate them for uh, helping us out. Yes, sir. Well said. All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it for this episode of the Average Joe's podcast. As always, like I said, you can check us out on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. I forgot to press record earlier in this episode, so again, if you want to watch any of the previous 35, 40 minutes of this show, you can watch the Facebook Live at any time on Facebook. The Average Joes. Otherwise, like Tim said, we'll have Brandon in the house next week to talk about his race in South Carolina and maybe some upcoming modified races at Evergreen perhaps yeah. this year. So. Oh, yeah, we'll see. Modified we'll see st- street stocks, you know, whatever. Then we'll get Jay on, Jay back on with us. He's uh, very intelligent as well Absolutely. when it comes to cars and gets the... Steve on here. Yep. Uh, maybe, who knows, maybe we'll get a Matt Hirschman on here again. We'll yeah, all kind of drivers. saw Jesse Stroll wanted to get on here. We'll see uh, See if he wants to get on again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, again, if he <laughs> wants to get on. For the first time. Yeah, for the first time, again. Yeah, we'll see We'll see what we can do, man. We'll, we'll, we'll make it an interesting 2021 season for uh, race fans and yes. local and, 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 you know, professional. We will, for sure. Well, as always, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Take care, and make sure you tune in next week to hear from Brandon Ultra. Yes, sir. Have a good one.